Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Healthy-ish with Nutrition-ish, where we help you find your healthy. Now, I am super excited about this episode, but before I get into that, I wanted to let you guys know where we're going with this. So I wanted to find our little corner in this podcasting world here, and I've been doing some, you know, podcasting soul searching, and I'm like, all right, what value can I bring you guys? And we are going to be talking all things health. You guys know I'm the nutrition girl, I'm the eating habits girl, um, but there's a million different aspects of health, right? There's mental health, right? There's there's sleep, there's skin health, there's anti-aging, there's chiropractics, there's hormone therapy, there's red light therapy, there's all of these amazing aspects of health that like I want to learn more about and I'm sure that you guys want to learn more about too because when you take control over your health, like what else do you need? Everything just kind of falls into place when you're feeling good and you're working at your best, you feel like your Superman, right? So there is no better asset than your health, but we're going to be talking about all aspects of health. So I am bringing you guys the best of the best. We are going to have some kick-ass guests on this show uh, from here on out. You're going to have some solo episodes with me, of course, because you know I'm, I'm all about the nutrition, wellness, good eating habits. But you know, there's a ton of aspects of health and wellness that I am not versed in, and I'm going to be bringing you guys the best of the best. And we are going to be experts in all of it. And listen, the goal is, is that you just find the pieces that work for you, right? So we're going to bring you guys the education. We're going to bring you guys the experts we're going to bring you guys the cutting edge of health because when you're living your healthiest self like what could stop you that's like the most important asset you could ever have so we're going to be talking everything mental health we're going to be talking about financial health we're going to be talking about nutrition about exercise about wellness it we are going to cover it all and to kind of you know kick all of this off we have started our instagram account we have our own little instagram account so you should already be following us at nutrishmish n-u-t-r-i-s-h-m-i-s-h we went phonetic with the spelling but now also follow us at healthyish with nutrishmish on instagram because that's where you're going to find all the cool updates with this podcast specifically and i hope this becomes your go-to podcast for all things health and wellness and i want to hear what you guys want so dm me slide in there i want to hear what you guys want to know more about alternative therapies popular therapies controversial stuff like i want i want all of us to know everything when it comes to health and wellness so that we can all be our healthiest selves All right, so with further ado, let's dive into today's episode. All right, so as I mentioned in the promo, we are going to be covering all things health and wellness, Uh, but today I got you guys to myself, and we're going to be talking about something that's very nutrition related, but it's actually more mental health related, and that is the concept of making yourself feel guilty during this process of changing your eating habits. And so many people do this. And I've been working in the field for like 14, 15 years, which I know seems weird because I don't look old enough to be working in the field that long. Um, I started when I was a fetus and here we are. Nutritionist is actually gonna be 10 years old next year, which is wild to think about. But um, if your mental game isn't super strong when it comes to changing your eating habits it can completely derail you from being successful and i've seen that happen so many times and it doesn't happen to everybody but it happens to a large number of people i would say if i had to take a guess 60 to 70 percent of the people that i've seen in my career they have had 
trouble executing, you know, good eating habits consistently because of the way that they talk to themselves and their mental health around food. And until your mentality is solid, it is really difficult to be consistent. And I see people struggle and I've seen people struggle. Uh, and the, I call it being in like, you know, the dieting hamster wheel or the all or nothing kind of deal when it comes to weight loss, where, you know, you eat really, really well, like almost too weirdly perfect. And then you physically can't do it anymore. And you have one thing and then, you know, you feel like, oh my gosh, I screwed up. And the guilt and the self-talk and all of all of that, that can completely, completely hinder somebody's ability to be successful. And you also miss out on a really great opportunity that's a natural part of the process when it comes to changing your eating habits. So if I'm talking to you, you probably know that I'm talking to you, but um, in case you're not quite sure, right, you're somebody who will beat yourself up if you eat something that you feel like you quote unquote shouldn't. You'll use the term on or off, or I'm on, I'm off, I'm good, I'm bad. When I'm good, I'm good. When I'm bad, I'm really bad. Uh, You might closet eat, right, meaning like you're eating you know, you tend to eat when nobody's looking, right? Um, You might struggle with night eating, emotional eating. Uh, You might feel as though, you know, food is in control of you. You're not always in control of it. You might feel like your eating habits, it's very difficult to be consistent. Um, And where where does this come from, right? So not all cases, but 99% of the time, it comes from your parents. (laughs) Um, That's very true. And, you know, I'm not a parent, um, but I gather that nobody hands you a manual when you become a parent and is like, this is what you do. Like, you just don't know what, you you figure it out as you go. And, you know, and of course, when you figure stuff out as you go, you're going to screw a couple things up. And uh, I talk to a lot of parents who just don't know how to talk to their kids about weight or how to talk to their kids about nutrition and health. So they do, you know, the seemingly right thing and they maybe restrict food but that doesn't work out. They hide it. They let one sibling have it and not the other. They talk to their kids about weight in the wrong way. They call kids, it's so many crazy things, you know? And, uh, you know, if you struggle with this, nine times out of 10, it comes from either watching a parent's behavior or how a parent talked to you around food. Not always, but most of the time. Um, and understanding where it comes from is the first first place. Now, here's the bright side for you. Here's the good news, because I know when you struggle with this, you just feel like you're always going to be in the hamster wheel, but you're not. Once I had two clients start at the same time and they were friends and one friend really struggled with the mental aspect. She'd been on and off diets her entire life, like was enrolled in like Weight Watchers or something when she was like seven or some ridiculous age. So it's been a lifelong struggle for this woman. The other one, um, this was the first time that she was doing this. It was all, it was all kind of new to her. So there's three pieces of this nutrition puzzle in my experience, right? First thing is you need to know what to do. You need the education. You need to know the right way to eat for yourself. Second piece is execution. You need to know how to work this into your life. How do you like put a meal together? How do you cook? How do you, you know, how do you put all this together for yourself? How do you make it so that you can actually execute and eat well during the week? And then there's the big, big nut, which is the mental aspect. And the mental aspect, in my opinion, is the most important part. And it's the first part that has to be there. If the mental part isn't there, you're not going to be successful long term. So friend number one who struggles with the with the emotional mental aspect of, of this kind of shift in changing your eating habits. She 
knows exactly what to do. Uh, she's been doing this her whole life. She's a little bit of an expert. So it's not a lack of knowledge for her. She can already check that box. She has the knowledge, right? Um, also execution. She's executed in her life, maybe a little bit to an nth degree. So she knows she can execute too. It's just the mental piece for her. Her friend naturally has the mental piece, which because maybe her parents, you know, start, talk to her a little bit differently. You know, maybe she just didn't have that same experience, but she doesn't know what to do. And she also doesn't know how to execute. So I said, so, so what was going on in this situation was friend one was getting a little bit jealous of friend two because friend two was making all this kind of like nice steady progress like oh I lost this this week I lost that this week this is great this is so easy blah 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 and friend one is there like bitch like what the hell like I've been doing this like it was just so much harder for her and I said listen this is a tortoise in the hare situation she only has one of the three pieces of the puzzle you my friend have two out of the three but you don't have that for, you don't have the engine, right? You don't have the key to put in the start. I don't know cars, but you don't have the key to put in the starter, right? Once you get that key, you're going to take off. You know how to drive the car already, right? She's still learning how to drive the car. And that's exactly what happened when she shifted her energy to figuring out the emotional and the mental side of this. And she was able to successfully do that because it's very possible to do. And I'm going to give you guys a ton of tips and tricks and tools um, and a really great opportunity to do that in this episode. Um, But when she was able to do that, oh my gosh, did she take off and was she successful? She never thought of it like that before, right? So if you feel like stuck and if you feel so hindered and if you feel that like, you know, oh my gosh, I never actually get anywhere or make really any good long-term forward progress with you know, getting my eating habits where I want them to be or getting my weight where I want it to be. Um, And it's because of this mental aspect. I bet you, you have two of the three and we just need to like give you that key so you could put it in the starter and drive the car. All right, so how do we do this, right? How do we take, you know, you or somebody who has been thinking about food and, and doing this a certain way and talking to themselves, you know, their whole life, right? How do we, how do we start to change that? Um, the, the first thing is you need to know what's in it for you at the other side of the rainbow here. And there's a really big pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, because with a lot of people, if you took the energy that you put into stressing about your food choices and your weight and the party and the, this and the, that, and the, oh my gosh, I screwed up and can I have this and I want it, but I shouldn't and blah, blah, blah. If you put that energy into anything else, you could probably Probably take over the friggin' world. So what this is going to look like for you is that you go to a party and you eat what you want and you don't stress out about it, right? This is going to look like you, you know, can have one of something, actually can do it and not feel like you're missing out. Um, this comes with not feeling guilty, not making yourself feel bad, just being able to execute with all, without all the external or internal really noise that, that kind of takes over your day. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, this probably doesn't apply to you, but I guarantee you that if this does apply to you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So we are going to eliminate the food drama, the food noise, the chatter in your head that is holding you back. And the first thing, the first thing that you need to do is just start to be aware of it. Start to listen to your own thoughts. And if you don't quite believe me yet that this is going to make you successful, let me prove it to you. Let's take nutrition and weight loss or whatever completely out of it, right? Let's say that you're at a job, right? And you're new you've been at the job for a couple of days and you screw something up that you were supposed to do and you have two different scenarios here the first scenario your boss comes over to you and is like Gina excuse the name Gina Gina what is wrong with you why did you do it that way like are you stupid did you not go through training like what what is wrong with you like how did you screw this up what is your reaction going to be are you going to be 
I, my heart, like my heart would drop into my butt <laughs> or my stomach. I would feel so nervous. I would be like, oh my God, I would be, I would feel like absolute, like anybody who's t- spoken to like that, you're not going to be in a place of empowerment. You're not going to be in a place of learning. You're not going to be receptive. Like you're going to be frozen, right? You're not going to be able to execute at all when somebody speaks to you like that, right? When somebody brings you down and somebody talks negatively to you, somebody makes you feel bad, you're not going to be receptive to that. Most people aren't. Most people kind of shut down when that happens. Same situation. Gina's at work. She's new. She screws something up and her boss says to her, oh my gosh, Gina, like here, this, this thing, like, I'm sure you meant to do it like this way. Let me like show you the right way to do it so that next time you know. Now I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, cool, right? When we're going through this whole process of changing our eating habits, right? Which way do you talk to yourself? Do you talk to yourself like number one or like number two? Because if you talk to yourself like the first one, you are never, ever, ever going to be in a position to make real changes because you're constantly going to be shutting down. The human mind likes to move away from pain and move towards pleasure. That's how we are wired. So if you are putting yourself in a constant position of pain, your brain is not going to want to deal with that, right? So right off the bat, the way that you're talking to yourself around food, if it's negative like that, there's no way that you're going to be successful because you wouldn't respond to that if an outside person said that talk to you in that way let alone yourself now the crazy thing about when you talk to yourself that way is it almost happens at like a subconscious level where you're almost kind of not aware of it all you know is that you, you, you kind of like talk to yourself a certain way and then you get a kind of a, a really not so great feeling about it your your body and your brain and everything and you doesn't like that not so great feeling so you want to move away from it right and then you make yourself feel bad and then what makes you feel better food makes you feel better and again it can kind of exacerbate that cycle now here's here's the thing we all have these friends we all have friends that can have one cookie that food doesn't mean anything they can they can take it they can leave it they can go out they can order the salad they can order the chicken parm like it doesn't matter to them right those people are what i like to call talented all right they are talented eaters we all have talents right some of us can sing not all of us can some of us can act not all of us can some of us are good drawers are good writers we're all good at certain things we're all talented at certain things talent means that you don't necessarily have to put in a large amount of energy to achieve the desired outcome my brother is super talented in school that mother effer didn't have to study one time he could just look at something and remember it (laughs) Uh, me i was not so great at school i had to learn to be good at school right school to me was a skill i had to learn how to study i had to learn how to um, take tests i had to learn all that stuff it came very naturally to him did not come naturally to me. So we can have a skill set that we are are trying to acquire. One person just might have a natural gift, a natural talent for it. Somebody else can still acquire the exact same skill set, but they need to practice it. So if you're comparing yourself to all of your friends being like, oh my gosh, why can't I be more like Susie? Susie can, you know, she doesn't, you know, she, she could just eat, you know, eat well, and she doesn't think about it. She doesn't stress about it and blah, blah, blah. It's because she never used food in a negative way. She is talented in that respect where she just naturally has a talent of having a good relationship with food. She doesn't have to work at it. And that's great for her. I'm sure that there are things that you're good at that she has to work at. Just because you're not talented at it does not mean you can't acquire that skill set, but you need to practice. Now, going back to the boss situation, right? If I'm told I have to practice something, 
but my boss put me in this paralyzed state screaming and yelling at me because I did something wrong. I am not going to be able to execute very well. I'm going to be petrified, right? Opposed to being in a place that's empowering. So if you are constantly talking negative to yourself, which most people do when it, who struggle with this aspect, and you're like, oh my gosh, why did you eat that? You're so dumb. Or why did you want that? You're so stupid. Like, what's wrong with you? Don't you want to lose the weight? Like, you shouldn't eat this. Why did you eat that? Like, you are not going to be successful because you are not putting your brain in a place where it's going to be receptive to learning this skill set. Okay, so what do we what do we do, right? two things have to happen. The first thing that has to happen is you need to be aware that these thoughts are even occurring because a lot of times they happen at a very, very subconscious level that before you know it, you just have a feeling and you don't even really quite know exactly what you said to yourself, but you know you feel really, really bad. And again, you feel really, really bad. You're not going to be in a position of empowerment to make some serious changes that need to happen. So uh, let's say just for example, you have a cookie, right? Like you ate really well and then it was you know, Mary's birthday at work and you had a cookie and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I eat this cookie. I'm going to gain 20 pounds. Like what's wrong with me? Why am I doing this? Blah, blah, Now you want to be aware that you, that you, that this has even happened, right? Because, you know, if you're not even aware, you can't really make that change. And again, this happens at a very subconscious level. So you want to just kind of like be very tuned into your thoughts around food when you're trying to repair this piece of it. Then what you need to say is you need to kind of say to yourself, all right, A, does this even make logical sense what I just said to myself? Um, And then B, would I say this to a family member or a friend or my daughter or somebody who is asking me advice? So in this case, this person ate a cookie and she's like, oh my gosh, you gained 20 pounds. You just blew everything, blah, blah, blah. Can you gain 20 pounds from a cookie? No. Um, if you ate well the entire day is one cookie making or breaking or even having an impact, definitely not. Um, so in this case, it doesn't make logical sense. Let's say that you're in a situation where you drive home from work and you're always, always like, white knuckling it not to stop at the drive-thru right you're like oh I had such a bad day I just you're trying you're like justifying in your head you're like I had such a bad day like I'll just have it you know just this one time blah 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 you're like, and you're like no don't do it and then you end up doing it and then you're like oh my gosh you're so stupid like why did you do this it's like you don't even want to and then that voice kind of goes a little Karen voice kind of goes you know that's what I call it um goes off in, in your mind right so the voice goes off in your mind and then you want to say, okay, would I say this advice? You know, like, let's say my, let's say my kid, my daughter came to me and my daughter was like, you know what? I was eating really well. And I, I, I stopped at the drive-through and like, you know, I feel so bad about it and blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't turn around to your daughter or a friend or anybody and be like, oh my gosh, you're so stupid. Why did you do that? It's like, you don't even want to lose weight. Right? So if you wouldn't give that same advice and you wouldn't talk to another person that way, then you don't want to talk to yourself that way. All right, so that's how you kind of identify that the thought or the feeling or whatever it is is not serving you. But then what you want to do is remember, we're practicing a skill set here, right? So instead of being like, oh my gosh, why did you do that? Be like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? And now what you're going to do is now you're looking at it like as an outsider looking in. You're being like almost inquisitive about it. You're like, why did that happen? And you might notice some things. You might notice, you know what? I stopped at that drive-thru because I was freaking starving. I skipped lunch and my blood sugar was low and I was so, so hungry. Or you might say to yourself, you know what? Like I am so in the habit of stopping at this at this drive-thru that, you know, it's really, it's really tough for me when I drive this way home from work. So, you know, what? I'm going to try a strategy of maybe driving home a different way 
or I'm going to try a strategy of like, you know, planning to go there one day a week instead of stopping at there every day and seeing if that makes a difference. Because now you can kind of like practice all these different strategies. It would be like, you know, when I was in school, I would try to learn a certain way. And if that didn't work, I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, Michelle, you're so stupid. Drop out of school. I would be like, all right, well, the way I studied clearly wasn't effective. Like, let me try another method. Let me maybe try, you know, before I was reading the book, let me try listening to it. Maybe, maybe I'm more of an audio person. You try a different way and eventually you hit on something that works. But if you're constantly making yourself feel bad about practicing and, 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 you know, having a misstep as you're practicing something, right? Like when you're practicing a skill that you're not solid with, like you're going to screw it up a couple times. Like it's inevitable, right? Like if I'm trying to learn the piano, I'm not going to be playing Mozart by the end of the day, like at all. But if I practice and practice and practice, eventually I will be. So this is a skill set that you're practicing and you need to be nice to yourself and you need to be inquisitive about it. But the second that you you speak a certain way to yourself, the second that you're mean to yourself, you're just going to shut down and then you're losing a great opportunity to really, um, you know, find a strategy or find, find something that might actually really work for you. So I hope that that kind of makes sense and brings some attention and some uh, normalcy to this. Because, you know, the one thing that I always find funny is when I speak to people about this stuff, um, they're always they're always bewildered. They're like, are you in my head? Like, how do you know my thoughts? Like, how do you know that I say this and think this way? And my answer is, because everybody does. Um, I'm not that good. It's just that like so many people struggle with the same problem. And I think we need to talk about it and I think we need to normalize it. And then we need to have a strategy for it, right? Because this is what keeps people in the dieting hamster wheel or the weight loss hamster wheel their whole life where they're constantly struggling with food. And this one's a double whammy because if you're trying to be healthy, this is not only affecting, you know, your your physical health as far as, you know, nutrition and being able to fuel your body the right way and whatever, but it's really taking a bigger toll on your mental health, right? So, this is something where if you struggle with this, I want you to be able to nip this in the bud because this is what prevents people from being successful long term. And like I said, I recognize this super, super early in my career, and uh, I've been perfecting this kind of methodology of getting people out of this. And I am so excited to announce that we're finally launching our blueprint for getting control over your weight and getting control over your mindset so that you are in control of food. It is not in control of you. And depending on when you're listening to this, we will either have registration for this uh, class, this course, um, or we will have our wait list open. So I would highly, highly recommend if any of this resonated with you, like I have compressed, you guys, you guys will be getting the benefit of me taking all of the uh, experience I have helping thousands and thousands of people who swore up and down that they would never, you know, be able to lose weight and keep it off. And they would never be able to have one cookie and they would never be able to get rid of the, the food drama noise in their head. Um, they have all been able to do it. And if they're able to do it, uh, you're definitely able to do it. And we've kind of condensed all of the knowledge that I had with this into this class, into this course. And it, it's a necessary piece of the puzzle, right? And my goal is that we can reach as many people as as we can and then put you guys in a position where you're empowered and you are the weight that you want to be and you eat the way you want to eat and it's just no big deal and that's going to allow you to be your health healthiest self physically as well as mentally so please 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 in the show notes you will be able to see there's a link uh depending on when you're listening to this we will either be uh 
getting signups for the program or um, we will be there, there will be a wait list and, and we'll be doing this every you know couple of weeks or couple of months or so and we'll let you know uh, when you're selected for it but it's something that you need to do for yourself because until you do this is always going to be a struggle for you and like I do not want this to always be a struggle for you all right so I cannot wait to meet you if this episode was valuable for you please subscribe and share um, if you want to share a little tidbit you you know, uh, put it on, on Facebook or on Instagram and tag me in it. I'd love to hear all about it. And like I said, make sure you're following us at Nutrishmish, but also make sure you're following Healthiest with Nutrishmish on Instagram and slide into my DMs. I want to know what you want to know about health. All right. Cause I will get you all the experts, but I got to know what you want in order to deliver. All right. So can't wait. This is going to be a really, really great start of a really amazing journey for all of us. And, uh, I'm excited for the ride. All right, so I will catch you guys next time.